Welcome to Intentional Leadership with Coach Bob Reich, navigating through circumstances. Coach Bob tackles the issues that plague business professionals today with candor and transparency. He provides real answers to real-world issues with his years of experience and practical wisdom. He will inspire you with value and provide you with practical answers to help you navigate through life's great circumstances. And here is Coach Bob. Welcome to Here's the Caveat, an intentional leadership podcast with Coach Bob Risch. I'm Bob Risch, your host, and as always, I'm thankful and honored to be able to speak with you each and every week. Today, I want to talk about something very important, but also very overlooked. The principle of what we learned in kindergarten is the foundation to great leadership today. Jeff Foxworthy, many years ago, hosted a game show called Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? And I love that show because most people at the end of the show, when they lost, had to say, I am so-and-so, and I am not smarter than a fifth grader. I think one or two were able to say that I'm smarter than a fifth grader because they won the show, but it was very far and few between. Why? Is because oftentimes the wisdom that we need Today, oftentimes, is what we learned at a very young age and have forgotten. Lou Holtz, great football coach, said, I never learn anything talking. I only learn things when I ask questions. I learned everything I needed to know when I was in kindergarten. There is so much truth to this statement. We learned many of these basic truths on how to handle life based on what we learned in kindergarten. Here's a few of these basic truths. Number one, share everything. As a sales trainer and as somebody that might have taken one of my sales classes, you will hear me say is don't give away your content, don't give away your value. What we're talking about here is share everything. It's not about giving away your value, but it's by sharing who you are. It's by sharing why you do what we do which allows people to ask us, how do we do what we do? When we give a little of ourselves and when we become transparent, people will then start to relate to us because people are looking for somebody that not only understands them, but cares about them. Share who you are. Number two, play fair. Play by the rules. Don't try to walk away from the rules and try to find a shortcut. There are rules, there are principles that don't change. Yes, we always want to make sure the rules are there for a reason, but all too often we're not talking about breaking the right rules, we're talking about trying to step on somebody else to get ahead. I always tell people, don't step on other people's heads to to climb the, the corporate ladder. Play fair. There's enough work out here for everybody. There's enough opportunity to help everybody. And it's amazing, a lot of those people around us that we see as competition can oftentimes turn into people that can partner with us. Number three, don't hit people. This is one of my favorite rules because what do kids do when they get upset at somebody? What do kids do when they don't know what else to say? They hit the person next to them. And we always say, don't hit people, that's not very nice. But how often do us as business professionals and adults and people, when we get upset, we hit people? Not necessarily through through our fists or physically, but through our words. 
the way we say things, what we say, can oftentimes hurt people for the rest of their lives. I love what Shaquille O'Neal said in an interview I was just watching recently. He was asked, why do you do what you do? And he goes, I just want to help people and be nice to people and help people get to where they want to be. That's all I want to do. And he goes, it's not about trying to hurt people. It's not about trying to hit people. And it's not necessarily even trying to, about making money. It's about being nice to people. And I kind of loved how he said that because how often are we willing to lend a hand when oftentimes we lend a word that often cuts deep. Number four, put things back where you found them. I love this one. My son, when he plays baseball, I love the coaches that always say, make the dugout cleaner than when you found it. Make sure that you take care of what you have and put things back. Why? Because somebody that comes after you is going to need those things. And when we focus on it doesn't really matter to me, that attitude is what hurts other people that come behind you. Put things back where you found them. Take care of the generation that's coming up behind you. Be that example of this is what you do when you borrow something. This is what you do when you use something. You put it back so the next person is able to take advantage of it. And oftentimes we fail to do this in business because oftentimes, a lot of times we use resources and we use opportunities but do we leave those opportunities for a generation behind us? Number five, clean up your mess. I love those kitchens in a lot of offices that I see. It says, clean up your mess. Your mother doesn't work here. Clean up after, your, after yourself. Don't expect somebody else to do it. This is just being polite. Make sure that when you walk away, somebody else doesn't have to take their time and do what your responsibility is. What does this mean? Take responsibility for yourself. Number six, don't take things that aren't yours. How often do we take things that aren't ours? Yeah, we're not talking necessarily about physical things. What we're really talking about is time. What we're talking about is energy. How often are you late? I love to tell people that there is never a reason to be late. Now, there's a reason to not to be on time, and all that takes is a phone call and renegotiate the arrival time. That's not a big deal. We're talking about time. I always tell people, never arrive late to a meeting, five, never, never arrive five minutes late to a meeting with a Starbucks in your hand. That shows contempt for them. And a lot of people don't see that. When you take somebody else's time, somebody else's energy, somebody else's focus, somebody else's productivity because you're late, you are taking something that's not yours. Don't focus on what you have the right to do and what you think you can do. Focus on what your actions and what your thoughts and what your intentions do to somebody else. Don't take things that are not yours, starting with somebody else's time, somebody else's energy, somebody else's productivity. Number seven, say you are sorry. Take responsibility when you do something. Let people know that I took responsibility. What can I do to help? What can I do to make up for it? Let people know that you made a mistake, own up to it. Number eight, wash your hands. I love this one. Especially today, today at age where we're at today, we need to wash our hands for obvious reasons. But why should we do that just today? Why didn't we do that yesterday and tomorrow? 
Washing your hands is a respect that you have for the people around you. Making sure that you are not passing something on that could hurt something somebody else. It's called respect. It's called consideration. Be respectful and considerate to the people that are around you. Number nine is flush. Always flush. And I love this one because oftentimes when you leave, do you leave with everything in a flux? Or when you leave, can somebody else walk in behind you and be able to do what they need to do without having to take care of what you left behind? And even though we laugh at this and some people are sitting there snickering in this because it is kind of funny, make sure you flush. It shouldn't be said, but unfortunately, oftentimes we have to tell people. Why is it that in a lot of bathrooms it says flush when you finish? Obviously, because there's a problem there. However, what this means is you make sure that when you walk away, somebody else doesn't have to come in and take care of what you left behind. Make sure you take responsibility, take accountability, and make sure that other people are able to focus on what they need to focus on and not be distracted by something that you have done. And number 10 is my all-time favorite. Take a nap every afternoon. This is so powerful because oftentimes as an adult we say we wish we could go back and take those naps that we missed. Take a nap. 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Oftentimes people see it as a trophy that they can say, I'm so busy I can never take a nap or I have too much to do. I haven't taken a day off in weeks. I haven't taken a day off in months. Look at me. Look how busy I am. All that is is an excuse to tell other people why you aren't doing the best you can do. Take that nap, re-energize, so you are able to give excellence for, the, for, the, for your, the next few hours, the next few minutes, whatever it may be. Don't be afraid to sit back and recharge. It not only helps you be excellent, but it also helps you give excellence to other people. Just a few small principles that we've learned in kindergarten. As we talked about earlier, Lou Holtz said that he never learns anything from talking. He always learns everything from listening. And that's exactly the number one thing that we learn in kindergarten. One of the greatest things that we can learn from these children is asking questions. What is the most popular question children ask? Why? They will ask this question till there are no more answers. The reason is, is because they want to learn everything. They don't have any preconceived ideas or assumptions. They have an unquenchable thirst to learn. They are not timid to ask until they've learned what they need to learn. And when they have received the information they feel is sufficient, then they will draw conclusions and make their opinions based on all the facts. If people today would do the same, it's amazing how much more people would be productive and how much less collateral damage would be around us. Great leaders share this ability to ask questions with children. Asking questions is the most effective way to learn. Unfortunately, over time, we forget about this essential skill because when we begin to believe we have all the answers, we will begin to develop the art of creating false assumptions. Asking questions does not show ignorance. Asking questions shows the ability that you are able to lead through listening. Asking questions does not mean that you don't know the answer. It shows that you have the interest of understanding the answer of another. Learning what other people show in show, learning what other people shows our interest in 
makes the right decision based on the correct information. The failure to ask questions directly impacts the power of making great decisions. Creating a habit of asking questions enables you to develop insight into the needs of those who are around you. Making informed decisions creates great influence to everyone around you. Intentional leaders, great leaders, never, ever stop asking questions. Paul Sloan, one of the UK's top leadership speakers on innovation, says, Asking questions is the single most important habit for innovative thinkers. Let's take Newton, for example. He asked the question, why does an apple fall from the tree? But why does the moon not fall into the earth? Or Einstein asked the question, what would the universe look like if I rode through it on a beam of light? The average person might look at these questions as insignificant. However, because they asked these questions has impacted the way we live today. Just as children ask great questions, great thinkers and leaders will also ask great, ask great questions. As these questions were asked, great breakthroughs have been made. Constant questions help us understand people. The greatest salespeople will always ask questions. When a salesperson is focused on asking questions, needs will always be discovered. When we understand the needs of others, but more importantly, others understand their needs, value is now perceived. A sales process ceases from being a battle to a mutual decision. It turns it into a mutual discussion of how to bring value to a discovered need. Good questions stimulate. Good questions inform. And good questions inspire. When we strive to understand people, when we strive to inspire people, when we strive to stimulate people to share what they know, we will begin to understand what is important to others. When we discover what is important to others, we can help them get where they need to be. Because leadership is really about helping others reach their goals. When we lead people to their dreams, true significance is realized. A Chinese proverb says, he who, he who asks a question is a fool for five minutes. He who does not ask a question remains a fool forever. Thank you so much. Have yourself a great day. Thank you for joining us today on Here's the Caveat. It's an honor to be able to speak with you each and every week. To reach out to us here at the Caveat Institute, you can reach us at 623 623- 628-1996. You can also email us at coach at bobrish.com. That's B-O-B-R-E-I-S-H dot com. Also, please visit us here at the Caveat Institute. You can find us at caveatinstitute.com, where you can learn more of how we're able to facilitate thought transformation through innovative systems, processes, and ideas resulting in a 2020 conscious direction. I also invite you to follow me on my LinkedIn page where you're able to find articles and new content each and every day. You can find me on LinkedIn at linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash Robert Risch. I encourage you to become a sponsor. 
As you become a sponsor, you'll be able to share your message with a great audience. As you are able, please consider supporting us with a financial gift. With your support, we will be able to continue to improve this podcast and extend our reach to people who need to hear our great message. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for your support. And stay tuned for next week's episode. Thank you. Have yourself a great day.